are now listening to the Rise and Grind Morning Show, presented by 419 The Grind.
close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. Four-cornered room staring at candles. Well, that shit is on. <laughs> Let me drop some shit like this here. Yeah. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always dressing. I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating. And blood starts coming out my nose. There's somebody watching the act But I don't know who it is So I'm watching my back I can see him when I'm deep in the covers When I awake I don't see the motherfucker He owns a black hat like I own A black suit and a cane like my own Some might say take a chill B But fuck that shit There's a nigga trying to kill me I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window Investigating a joint for traps Taking my telephone for taps I'm staring at the woman on the corner It's fucked up when your mind is playing tricks on you I make big money, I drive big cars, everybody know me It's like I'm a movie star, but late at night Something ain't right I feel I'm being tailed by the same sucker's headlights that move that I ran off the block, or is it that nigga last week that I shot, or is it the one I beat for $5,000, thought he had cane, but it was gold, met a flower, reached under my seat, grab a papa for the suckers, ain't no use in the line, I was scared of them a motherfucker, put the left in the Popeyes and bailed out quick, if it's going down, let's get this shit over with, here they come, just like I figured, I got my hand on the motherfucking trigger, when I saw him, make your ass start giggling. Three blind, crippling, crazy senior citizens. I live by the swamp. I take my boys everywhere I go because I'm paranoid. I keep looking over my shoulder and peeping around corners. My mind is playing tricks on me. Day by day, it's more impossible to cope. 
I feel like I'm the one that's doing dope Can't keep a steady hand because I'm nervous Every Sunday morning I'm in service Praying for forgiveness And trying to find an exit out the business I know the Lord is looking at me But yet and still it's hard for me to feel happy I often drift when I drive Having fatal thoughts of suicide Bang and get it over with And then I'm worry free But that's bullshit I got a little boy to look after And if I die then my child will be a bastard I had a woman down with me But to me it seemed like she was down to get me She helped me out in this shit But to me she was just another bitch Now she's back with her mother Now I'm realizing that I love her Now I'm feeling lonely My mind is playing tricks on me This year Halloween fell on a weekend Me and Ghetto Boys are trick-or-treating Robbing little kids for bags Till an old man got behind our ass So we speeded up the pace Took a look back and he was right before our face He'd be in for a squabble no doubt So I swung and hit the nigga in his mouth He was going down we figured But this wasn't no ordinary nigga He stood about six or seven feet Now that's the nigga I be seeing in my sleep So we triple teamed on him Hey yo Lane, check dig man I was just sitting back reminiscing, man, you know what I'm saying, the vibe and on how things used to be, you dig? Like when we was young, since you know what I'm saying, that OSDN used to rock. St. Angela, you know? Which you didn't used to see the test every day. I used to When kids really used to go outside and play. I used to When females used to carry themselves as women. Listen, I remember back in the day when I was a child Doing bad, mama used to take us to eat at Hot and Nile Very convenient, the food was good and plus it was cheap Creeping off the block to go swimming at Willie's every week Dirt courts and just about every backyard hooping on crates Sneaking jars out the house trying to catch lightning bugs and snakes The good old days when penny candy really used to cost a penny Ice cream truck had ice cream on it, you could buy for 10 pennies Pipping your bike out with chrome caps, reflectors, and mirrors. The hood used to be a village back when the neighbors cared. It was less snitching, more females carried themselves like women. I wish I could go back and visit, cause I miss the old Toledo. When children used to see the test every day. It ain't got that same vibe, it got the I'm just reminiscing about the old days And now nah, I don't go far back as the OJs Lane, look, I'm talking late 80s, early 90s On Auburn up at Peach Rose is where you can find me I was screaming crossroads for the love of the dope 16 double O until the world blow When Endo and Joint Mod had a lock on the south And Arden Coleman had 
bitches scared to come out of your house Around the time when Magic Wand found out he was Plera And Ray Stone was so fly, yeah, that was the era Plenty in Philly and all was rapping for Out Hill That Scott and Libby gang could damn near get a nigga killed When North Town was bumping, South Street was slumping Follow the light, lightning rod had every club jumping I give her all my legs, two shoulders and the two Cause he's Toledo, how it was in my youth Man, I miss the old Toledo Wake up, Toledo. Wake your ass up. You're listening to the 419 Grind, Rising Grind Morning Show. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's Wild Wing Wednesday. How y'all doing? It's Wild Wing Wednesday. How you doing, 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 doing. It's Wild Wing Wednesday. Wild Wing Wednesday. It's Wild, Wild Wing Wednesday. Wednesday. You ain't got so, no Wild so Wings. You, you ain't got no Wild Wings today? Nope. Because I ain't got no money. Oh. But Dennis do. Huh. <laughs> but Dennis do. Depends when you ask. <laughs> I ain't got no money either. I guess it's cool. <laughs> what up, Grinders? How y'all doing today? Welcome to the Rising Grind Morning Show. Ooh. Welcome. Grind Welcome morning. to the 419 Grind, home of the Rising Grind Morning Show. There like it is. That. There it is. <laughs> you like that better? I like that better. Like that better? Mm-hmm. Wants to start saying that every day? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, what did you say? How did you say How you say it? Welcome to the 419 Grind Podcast, home of the Rising Grind Morning Show. Yeah, I'm going to leave you for that because I got time twisted already. Yeah, he ain't saying that. Like that. <laughs> I know, he did no, not. I had to add, add, add something in there. Welcome to the 419 Grind, home of the Rising Grind Morning Show. There you go. Hey, I do got a question though. Do you want to shout out the sponsors first? Because you know, we yeah, shout out to our sponsors: Hot Box, Hot Box, Mud City Entertainment, Yep, Greater New Psalmist Church, Amen, J. Russ Jennings, Yep, Sasha Denise, Sasha, Legendary Carpet Care, Hey Now, Kendall Harvey, Yep, The Social Butterfly, Hey Miss Carter, O. Henry's Kitchen on Wheels, Rolling Details by Sino, That's Black. Arc Construction and Restoration. Restored. And Witness Riches Forever. Money. If you would like to become a sponsor of the Rise and Grind Morning Show, send your info to Rise and, and Grind. At the419grind.com, you can become a sponsor of our show. Of our show. Good morning, I like Chantel saying Carter. details by Sino. Like Listen, Good so morning, Jason. this is going to be the last time that you pay an outside source to do our voiceovers. Why? Because we're going to get you. You got it, Jesse. You got it. Because you got it, Jesse. And guess what? <laughs> what? I got it, too. Do you? So, yes. Do I, I did, have it? I did no. my first one. You got to work on yours. I got to work on one. Hers is natural. I, I did. You're too excited. Like, I'm trying too hard. Yeah, you're trying too hard. Don't try to grind money, Chef. That's terrible. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? I'm practicing. I'm getting my practice in. I did my first one yesterday in nope. the studio. Where's it at? I got it. So you know what? Uh, you got it? Yes. Are you serious? No, I'm dead ass serious. Okay. Shout out to CJ Mack and Tracy Haynes. You oh, know, I okay. Yeah, you working there. With, yeah. um, oh. uh, over there. And they was like, right. you know what? We need you, Shane. I'm like, don't get me excited, y'all, for real. They put me in the studio, <laughs> and I did this little promo, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is what I want to do. I want to be practicing. So I got it. So where do I need to send it to? Uh, send it to, uh, can you airdrop it to the 409 grind uh, cell phone? Okay. iPhone? Oh. I'll do it. Yeah, you do it. Okay. Yes. So I'm excited. So I'm like, I want to do this now. Oh. And we're going to have to. I said this is good practice. We'll do it then, And I like how CJ uh, directed me, so it gives me some. CJ is one of the He is he's great. The, he's the best. I so. really like CJ. I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, I need to be doing this. Did you spend some bars, too? No. Oh, I stuck to the script. Oh. 
It's okay. I'm a Thank you. To, Sometimes you. Oh, wow. Good. It's a commercial. Yeah. Full, like a video commercial with a voiceover on it? Yeah. It's a voiceover. Ah. So they're going to put the video behind this. I don't know. Is he going to do a video? Uh, I'm sure they will. Oh, CJ okay. will. Yeah. Okay. Or, uh, and they'll play it on the radio. for. Like, yeah, they are playing okay. it on the radio. So right, I'm, I'm about to play it right now. Okay. I'm oh. excited. I ain't heard the final version. Oh, you haven't? So mm-hmm. you haven't heard what I'm about to play? Oh. No. What? Exclusive. Exclusive. Oh, this is a 419 grind exclusive. Uh, can you please, please mute your phone? We were on the sports show Sunday. Speaking of this, we had Dennis Hobson, who's a Toledo My legend, in the building, and somebody's phone started ringing during wow. the show. That was crazy. I couldn't yeah. believe that. I couldn't believe that happened. Like, somebody actually called their phone and it was ringing. Shut, your, the shut your mouth. <laughs> Oh, hold on. The is music it? is still playing. No, that is not it. <laughs> okay. hey, great. You got I'm some like, sort of... Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what did they do to my voice? That is not it. That was creepy. That was... Uh, I'm so nervous to hear my voice. The Haunted House of Rock by hey, You beating. hear your voice all the time. I don't not. I barely go back. Rare Breed Lifestyle presents All R&B All Night. Strictly R&B. Sunday, November 7th, 2021 at the Glass City Pavilion, 983 Front Street. DJ Lightning Rod and Wall Music provide strictly R&B all night long. This is a BYOB event, and the kitchen will be open all night. This is a grown and sexy event. No hoodies, no sweats. Dress to impress. Rated M for mature. Early bird tickets only 35 35 That's it? For 35. more information and to reserve <laughs> tables, call 419-407-6913. What? Shout out to <laughs> Shay. That seems that sounded professional. That was nice, Shay. So um, yeah, this is your new job. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, oh my god, I love so, this. So we got to play this. Yes. You did, I was you in there like going like this. like this. You know CJ how they did do, a good job you see the that. behind the scenes of the cartoon movies? Like I had to do that. I just want to let CJ RC know that if y'all wanted a free commercial, y'all could have saw that. No. What do you mean? Y'all had to use Shay little demo to get to get to. No. So we gonna be playing that. I want to help promote that. That's good, Shay, man. It's till November 7th, so I'm excited about that. That sounded good. Uh, Thank you, Jason. Thank you. So nice. Yes. So uh, we have to uh, record our ads for uh, Anchor, how we distribute our uh, podcast. Okay. So we got commercials. I mean, uh, uh, like, yeah, they're commercial that we have to record. Can you do that? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes, I want to get my practice. There you go. Yes, Good job! I'm yeah. I seem like you've been doing that. Yeah, for a while. that was like perfect. I, so I only had to do it probably like repeat each line maybe you three times. What? And he was in my ear like just telling me how to do it. And I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. I like how you it, said it. All of your voice. You and it had the it. iPad in there, and it was like right you there. Really? Like I love that. Yeah, Man, so I was excited. That was nice. Yes, you're getting a lot of encouragement in those comments. I know. Right thank now. you guys. You know? I was so That's nervous at first. Thank you. Well. <laughs> Speaking of nice, we got traffic and weather. There we go. There it is. Nice. <laughs> you just want to do the weather, yourself. <laughs> the weather is nice still, even though it's a little hazy out. We are currently at 64 degrees. We will get to a high of 72 degrees. Um, it's looking like there's no rain. It's just going to be hazy and cloudiness um, for the day. Tomorrow it will be up to a 60% chance of rain. Um, it still feels good to me outside. Yeah, I love um, it. As far as traffic was concerned, again, I didn't have any um, problems, but. Beware of the school buses, mm-hmm. scooter riders, school walkers. I was yep. seeing this little girl sitting out there. And, um, what street is that? On like Hoy. And I thought it was just a garbage bag. It was her just sitting out there on a little step. On the curb? Yes. I was like, she was just sitting on the curb with the hood on her head and everything. Mm. Still I was just sitting on the curb. 
I don't know. That's why I was wondering. Like, is she just waiting on her bus or what? I Probably, just, but that's dangerous. So, yeah. Hey. You guys need to at least be wa- stand out there with y'all kids if they got to catch the school bus. They shouldn't yeah. be standing out there. Um, yeah, I go like get that. my daughter and niece every morning where the bus stop because it's still dark outside. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. At least be parked close to it or something right there. And so. it is. Uh, What's the word they say from stragglers or yeah. stragglers? Strag- stragglers? Strag- stragglers? Stragglers? Yeah. Stragglers? Stragglers? Strange stragglers? Yeah. Stragglers? Yeah. Stragglers? It's, it's dark. Yeah. You know? So um, again, we'll be careful uh, out there. What you take, Jesse? You gotta take the streets or the high. Take streets. Streets. No new developments. No, nah, just uh, still, just still between uh, Bancroft and Door up to this. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I guess I'll say Bancroft and Oakwood. Seems like it's winding down. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's winding yeah. down some of the construction finally. Yeah. Yeah. Utility work. Yeah. Um, so, how was your way, Dennis? Pretty clear. I, I come down four seventy five, seventy five. So it's okay. pretty clear. No right. construction that I saw. No traffic. I just that section through downtown is just terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like so close to trucks. The trucks sometimes swerve over in your lane. It's a little bit tight right. down, yeah. tight around there. So mm. definitely be careful going through downtown on the highway. Okay. But it's moving. Right. I don't know how many it's gonna be another couple of years probably before they finish that the like South Bridge and everything. Wow. Yeah. I mean what they're doing is wild though. Like, mm-hmm. It's widening it out. I mean it's a serious project. So So as a matter of fact, I guess they're done over there on Detroit with the roundabouts. But I, I went through They ain't it. completely done. They ain't complete I went no. through it though. What they got done, they changed it up it was like a figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they a figure. added like another piece of like pavement mm-hmm. in there, so you can't do it. But they ain't even. They got to smooth them grooves out yeah, too. I, over I, I, there. So they definitely they ain't really round no more. It's like a I don't know. octangle. <laughs> What's an octangle? What's an octangle? Uh, octagon? <laughs> uh, crazy eight or something. Figure eight. Yeah. 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 Oh, thank you, Jason. I just threw this little thing together to get me get me together till Jason show us today. Thank you. I need the love. Okay, yeah, you're getting a lot of love today. I need it's the like love. A magnet. So, thank you. That's I've been saying up. it in my affirmations. There you go. I guess it's you working. Manifested it. Yeah, manifested. There it is. There it is. Yes. Because so. I'm getting new opportunities. Also, they got yeah. a fashion show coming up. Remember, Char was here that did it with oh, yeah, um, yeah. She reached out to me and asked me to host the fashion really? show they got in December. Okay. So oh, I'm excited. That'd be the loud, loud fashion show. Yes. Is that what it's called? December yeah. 5th. Yeah. It's on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited Dang. about that. We got this weekend, we have the uh, the Black Gala. Yes. Uh, that's about Friday that. night. Red carpet event. Red carpet. Uh, My dress comes today. So does it? Here. All right. So I'm excited. All right. Well, speaking of excited, we have training topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Tony Cobbler. It's trending topics in Toledo on the Rise and Grind Morning Show. Good morning, Dre. What's up, Instagram? Trending topics. Good morning. So I'm going to interrupt your trending topics. We have one that we... uh, You're going to throw one at me. We're going to throw one at you right now. All right. So we need 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 your expertise. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So uh, Chris Brown and Drake are being sued for copyright infringement for a hit record. For the hit record, no guidance. Yep. As uh, a guy uh, called uh, oh, yeah. okay. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Cooper, he has a, a song called "I Love Your Dress," and here here's the sound. Man. I need, I gotta hear it. Yeah, that's what you play. I love your dress first. Well, it's gonna. I think it plays all the man. In my hip, get out. <laughs> this is the song that they're saying he copied. They copied. This is this is the, no. This is Chris Brown. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> now listen. Ooh. I know. You got it, you got it. You got it, you got it. It's the way you are. One more time. One more I mean, you got it. No. You got it, girl. Let it ride a little bit longer. But I know. 
You got it. You got it. I mean, the 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 melodies are similar, right? I think we all and the the lyrics are definitely. Do we know for sure that that came out prior to No Guidance? They both came out in 2019. Do we know when they were made though? No, no that's, idea. That's the question. Like, yeah, that's yeah. If if, if the other song was published before No so, Guidance, yeah. So here's the thing, like. um a lot of times people in the music industry are inspired by things they hear but they don't exactly bite it like they're mm-hmm. not actually trying to rip it off it's just like somewhere in their you know in the in their history they heard the song and it's sort of caught in their ear and then they just sort of that comes out that is pretty close but do you ever remember that uh vanilla ice uh and queen thing yeah where vanilla ice was trying to explain he said i had it it's like Explanation ever. Wait, what? He's like, yeah. I mean, that's about the allies too, though. Like, <laughs> right. And the way he, his defense, he was like, "No, I added new beats." I added an extra. You never heard that? Oh, you gotta hear it. You gotta hear that. So, so in that case, Vanilla Ice actually ended up settling out of court for an undisclosed sum. So, I would expect in this instance, it's going to be cheaper and probably less. Uh, of a stain on just, them to just go ahead and give the guy a little bit of money because oh, there's no no. No, no no you know why because there is similarity to it and they probably did hear something that that was hurt that was played to them and say hey let's go off with it it couldn't have been it probably wasn't even them it's probably the producer of that album well and that's the other thing yeah you imagine you're in a studio and the producer's like whoa, whoa, whoa sing it this way you know sing exactly, these lyrics whatever and somewhere. you don't even necessarily know how something gets in there and mm-hmm. then you know a lot of these guys especially like chris browns of the world have a lot a big ego we know that about chris brown so yeah. when he does that he says oh no that was all me mm. i'm sure in his head he thinks you know i was exactly. righteous i didn't do anything wrong didn't that happen uh recently to uh, I was about to say, we, Man- oh, no, no uh, we did well, i reported one of those too bruno mars no that um, was uh what's her name cardi b was it cardi- yeah. oh you talking about the kodak yellow yeah but i feel like it was somebody else too i reported and we played two different versions that was, was like, yeah no. that was that was uh, this summer chris too, brown too was, it wasn't was, another chris that was another chris brown song privacy or something yeah i think it was yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I think they just coming for Chris Brown. Yeah, you know he, he killed Chris Brown controversial. So, so like there, there are definitely uh, factors for when we're determining if something is stolen, mm-hmm. and like the number, the first one is whether or not you're using it for commercial purposes or you're using it for just like nonprofit purposes. So if you're making money off something, you probably have less of a excuse to take somebody's stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're using it for like an educational purpose or you're making a joke about it or something, then that's a different issue. So for this, we know he definitely was using that for commercial purpose. They probably made. Tens of millions of dollars, I would assume, off that song. You know, I, I, they made a killing off that right. song. Um, the next one is the amount and subst- uh, the substantiality of the portion that's used. So, how much of it did they use? In this one, I mean, I mean, he said, a, "You got it, you got it." You yeah, he didn't add, "You got it, girl." He just said, "You got yeah. it." Miss Carter said, "No comparison, no case." And Young Mo said, "Absolutely not." <laughs> and then the the last one is the effect of the use on the potential market for that work. So, mm-hmm. how much does this affect this guy who may have been an unknown otherwise? Like, can, would we somebody never even listen to that song anymore? Or, or Mr. the argument could be made that Mr. Cooper's song is more popular because it's sort of like a. It's looked mm. at as a as sort of a, so a remix of the. He's going to benefit off of it. Well, that's he what I would argue right about. Now. But the problem is that he sounds terrible. Like, I don't feel wow. like he's benefiting right now. People probably like, go into it to hear it and they cut he, it off in two seconds. Sounds, you ain't even getting a full stream. He sounds terrible. They ain't listening to the whole so, song. Yeah, so I don't know who's terrible. actually listening to his music. Yeah. I don't know. They probably listen to it now because That's of this. That's what I said. I've never even heard of it. He probably getting a couple streams here and there. I doubt they listen to the no, song. No, no, I'm sure they will. So they can see like uh, where's his. Well, he probably, yeah, he probably, two like, seconds. I said turn you, it off. You guys just played it though. Yeah, you ain't played the whole thing. Yeah, but isn't that like a you stream? You still get a full stream if you don't play the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, yeah. probably Stop so. Stop playing that. 
<laughs> well, if, no, I, if I were if I were defending Drake and Chris Brown, I would say, look, this actually helped this guy's career didn't hurt him, yeah. and that that would be at least one of the factors in trying to balance this thing. Y'all hear that, Chris Brown, Drake? If y'all need so, a lawyer, come, come at me. I got you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Call me up, man. Hey, y'all supposed to do? He was sitting around like, <laughs> well, I mean, Is that my son? <laughs> <laughs> two years later, that's the thing too. Yeah. Like, dude, this came out two years ago. There's yeah. got to be more. I mean, it's probably been litigation. It. It's probably it's probably just about to go to trial. Mm. No, just it just started. Well, you know, they pro- first filed? of all they tried to probably settle it. They pro- he probably sent some letters oh, okay, saying, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yo, what's you, you stole my stuff? I, but you know, the other side of this is like Queen in that Vanilla Ice situation. They got songwriting credit for that song, even though they didn't write that song. So cleaned it. Yeah. So they get royalties off of his yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. So there's like a lot more than just whatever the settlement might be. MC Hammer and uh Can't Touch This yeah. and uh Rick James. Rick James. Yep. They settle. Uh, well, yeah, uh, Rick James has rights on that on that music uh-huh. now. Well, you also got to be a little careful too about like letting these things play all the way out because that <laughs> blurred lines case uh, right. yeah, that yeah, ended yeah, up yeah. creating a really bad set of laws. I think ultimately, where it makes it so that creators are having to be a lot more cautious. We don't want creators to be that cautious. We want them to be able to kind of freely yeah. create. create. We don't want them to steal stuff, but get get permission. I, I think for real started with uh, who was that? Kenny G and the Isley Brothers. Yeah, or was it uh, Michael Bowles? Michael uh, Bolton the Isley Brothers had it. I mean, this is just well, like, Michael Bolton, yeah, it's been happening for so long. Sample right? something from the Isley Brothers oh. song. Mm. But Ron got on it, but then Ron went to jail for taxes. So yeah, and, and also like a lot, a lot of artists, a lot of arm, artists will like uh, pay homage to other artists. Like uh, yeah. what's that other Drake song uh, where he sort of like quotes Eminem, an Eminem verse? Um, mm. Which verse? What do you say? About you know uh, women come and go. Well, Drake, Drake stole his, oh, his fault so, Soldier mean, Boy they, anyway, so. So there's like a. Ah, get that out of here. Soldier Boy said it first. Drake. Soldier Boy said it first. Drake. That was so. I thought that, funny. Album was, I thought I that most Drake. recent album was pretty tight, though. Oh, yeah. By who? By Drake? I'm still listening to that. That's my song. I'm still listening to that. You got a part, too. I'm still. That's my song. I know all the words. That is my album. I love me some Drake. That's a good one. Anyways. Mm. So yeah, it's. I think it's a balancing test with fair use for copyright. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether this one's going to play one way or another. My guess is they're just going to go ahead and give the guy, you know, fifty grand, twenty grand, be done with it. Yeah, here's the streams. Here you go. But the songwriting credit part is anybody heard him? He got a whole album. I went to it. It's, I said it's anybody heard him. Just because you got to look, he just streamed his whole album. You streamed the whole album. No, I said I looked at it. We're streaming it after the show, man. I looked at his whole album. Unstream it. I didn't stream. You can't unstream anything. You better ask for a refund. You want to unstream it? Go back. Where is he from? I have no idea. I didn't do any research. Yeah. We don't know him. Mr. Cooper, if you're out there, good luck. Ain't nobody here to see you, Otis. Ain't nobody here to see you, Otis. That's a tough one, man. I mean, I can feel both sides of it. But, anyways, uh, Let's talk about uh, the NBA. I know you guys were talking about this on the sports mm-hmm. show. Plug for the sports show, by yeah. the way. Watch the sports show. When they lose Sunday nights at 7 o'clock? Yeah. 6 o'clock. So uh, a lot of different uh, cities have different rules related to coronavirus and whether or not you can be in a crowd when you're unvaccinated. It's this big issue right now. Mm-hmm. And the NBA is trying to deal with how are we going to handle this. The NBA players travel to different cities all the time. Each of those cities might have different rules related to vaccination status. And basically what the... Uh, what the NBA originally said was, look, if you if the locality says that you cannot play uh, unvaccinated, then you're just going to lose money. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the story, um, which essentially just forced them to get vaccinated or lose a bunch of money. So mm-hmm. if you take an actual inst- like case, Kyrie Irving, Irving, for example, he's got a $15 million salary. 
So every game that he misses, he loses four hundred thousand yeah, dollars. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. So this is a real serious amount of money. Granted, the guy makes fifty million dollars, so four hundred thousand. See, four hundred thousand one less forty one. Right? It could be more than forty one because he he can't play in uh, San Francisco either. So forty one or Dallas times four hundred thousand. Yep. Wait, well, that's. That's that's too 160, much. Wait, wait, wait. That's wait. too much. He, uh, One point six. It's eighty-two games. It's season. fifteen million total is the salary per year. So yeah. however many games that fifteen divide fifty million divided by forty-one gets you four hundred thousand dollars, give or take. I think. I don't know if it's forty-one. I don't know if they were assuming forty-one in this, but it's a big. You know, it's a big issue, and they yeah. don't know how to so handle three hundred sixty-five thousand a game. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So. It's a lot of money, and the question always is, okay, well, what's what can a player do in this situation? Mm-hmm. So the first thing is that uh, private companies don't have the same obligations to, like, uh, uh, respect your constitutional rights as the government does, yeah. which is always, like, uh, people don't understand that. But a, a mm-hmm. private company, for example, can say, uh, you're not allowed to say that the sky is blue. You know, and that's mm. free speech, and otherwise you'd be able to say it. But right. because it's in your contract and everybody agrees to it, you could you could give up your free speech rights. You could give up any other rights. Uh, like slavery to me, man. No. No, you're working for an organization. Yeah, it's like I mean, in, in Chrysler, you can't go in Chrysler and say, "Hey, there's a bomb in the building." Yep. You'll get fired for that. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Or if you work for Pepsi, they say, "Don't talk about Coke or don't yeah. don't drink Coke in public." Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they, there's there's plenty of things that you could negotiate away yep. as long as you know what you're doing and it's at arm's length. Now, if you the, work for a, a medical facility, you can't smoke at all. There you, you go. Get, you'll get fired. There you go. So you oh, are, they change it now? Yeah. Some places. Some yeah. places. Yeah, like, for sure. And private so, private employers definitely. Some places, can do that. Yeah, some oh, you're talking private can. employee. Yeah, yeah. But if the government said, for example, uh, you can't say the sky is blue, then that's a problem. Yeah. Because the government can't force you to do something. Whereas a private employer on a handshake, that's a different story. Okay. So the NBA is a private employer. Uh, there's probably going to be a lot of leeway for them to force this type of thing to happen. They're not mm. saying that these people are fired right. or that they can't at all work. Right. They're just saying, hey, look, if the local government doesn't let you do it, we're not going to let you do it either. Mm. Which it's a complicated issue. But I think ultimately, I mean, I always think about it like this because people have been talking to me the last couple of years about like mask mandates, uh, vaccination mandates. You, We all need to remember that back in World War II, I believe it was, after Pearl Harbor, we, uh, we put a bunch of Asian people in cages, basically, in mm. internment camps. And you would think to yourself, like, the government can't just put people in can- like cages for no reason. But the Supreme Court looked at that case and ultimately found out that that was acceptable given that threat to the United States. What? So if the government's willing to do that and the Supreme right. Court's going to allow that, I think that the Supreme Court's probably going to allow a lot of other mm. things like this so to that, go on. that's why they got away with it at the border recently when Trump was president. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the border's one of those sort of, like, areas where the government has the strongest ability to stop somebody and, and violate their rights, etc. because they don't, they're not Americans, they don't necessarily have the same rights, usually oh. is the way it's, it's framed. Uh, I mean, I don't agree with what they did necessarily, mm. but, you know, it is what it is, but these type of issues with vaccinations, forced vaccinations, as they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, we should say that they're not forcing vaccinations. Nobody's telling you you they have pressure. to get vaccinated. You're just, getting, you're just not getting certain so privileges. You want to play home Peer games, pressure. you got to get the vaccination. Yeah, it's right. not even home games. It's any, any city yeah. or organization that says you can't play without the vaccine. So well, it's, it's complicated because people should certainly make their own decision here. Like, now, do you think that would have been different if, if, if Kyrie had more numbers and he had more players behind him? 
Do you think it would have been a, a different kind well, of Well, I don't no. know because it's the no. cities themselves yeah. that are forcing mm-hmm. these mandates. It's not the NBA. So what's the NBA going to do? Say, oh, no, we're, we're going to disregard the city of New York's laws. Right. Well, then they're going to they be in all sorts of trouble. Yeah, the organization has to abide by the law of the land. Yeah, or that state. Or that so state, if anybody yeah. wanted to really challenge this, what they'd have to challenge is the New York City law, for mm-hmm. example, that requires vaccinations to be in a crowd. So I yeah. wonder if they're going to be showing some people could, trying to get traded to states that is not. But you still got to play in yeah. New York City. You still can't play in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying he probably will miss less than probably money. Maybe if you maybe. go to a yeah. state maybe. that is not mandated. At. If your home game, if your like home you game, can, yeah. you're good. I mean, yeah, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. But it's a complicated one, and yeah, definitely. Is. I mean, I, I can understand both sides of it. People mm-hmm. should make their own decisions. They shouldn't be forced to do things. That's what I. That's what I exactly feel the but same way. Andrew yeah. Wiggins decided to take the vaccine. He's but he said he feels he was forced to do it. Well, I, I mean, I, I think that's right. That everyone's pretty much forced. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, you, when you yeah. talk about their money, you talk right, about yeah. missing a lot of money that you, I would feel forced to. Yeah, they got all kind of right, bills but, they I mean, but, that Yeah. But I think it was right for the organization to say, hey, we can't, if you're not playing, we can't pay you. Yeah, but I, mean, wonder, I get that too. Yeah. I wonder what happens like, if, I, if I got the flu or something. I'm Kyrie Irving and I get the flu and I miss a game. Do I still get paid for that game? Mm hmm. For that, think yeah. So? yeah, yeah. Then why don't if I injure that? If you're injured, you still get any paid. kind of injury, you still get paid. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm kind of confused because you're why. making a conscious decision not to do something. Yeah, yeah you didn't just yeah. catch the flu. Yeah, but you can make a conscious decision to go be in a crowd of people that have the flu, like, and you didn't, and you, you knew, you Michael knew. Jordan, Michael like, Jordan played. He played with the yeah, flu. He Well, actually, that wasn't the flu. It was flu poisoning. It was flu-like symptoms. Yes, that's what it was. That's what they said. Flu-like symptoms. It's a complicated issue. I definitely understand. I definitely understand the whole, you know, both sides of that. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. So that's how they landed so far. And, you know, the other thing is that other people in the NBA, for example, referees, are being required to get vaccinations. Mm, no um, matter what. Yeah. Yeah, because they have to travel to every city. It do, yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh, do they? They yeah. don't get different referees for each city? They travel mm-hmm. to? They travel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and anybody within close proximity to any players uh, or referees have to have vaccinated. That referees All living good. ESPN people, the TNT people have to get uh, yep. vaccinated because they're on the floor interacting with the players yep. and stuff. So y- you can see how the power dynamics play into this a little bit. Yeah. They're not mandating the NBA. Like. Yeah, they're not right. mandating the NBA players to do it. They're just saying, we're going to mess with your money. But if you're a referee or a you know, camera operator or whatever else, if you're not vaccinated, you're not coming into the facilities, period. Mm-hmm. So you can tell that like they're obviously valuing paid. the players yeah. more than crazy. Yeah. It's, crazy. it's crazy. This is crazy. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Because, so, like I said, when I said if they had more numbers, like what if all the players would have took a stance like, we're not getting the vaccine? And there will be no NBA. Exactly. You think they'd stop? You think they'd, the NBA would mess up the money that bad? I think they would stop it. Because, I mean, my, because I, was, like they, I ain't gonna lie, like I was stopped. expecting for that to happen. I thought some people was gonna come together and be like, well, we're just, not doing it. But. Just like they stopped uh, uh, the games when COVID first came out. That's yeah. how they would do it. They'll do it the same way. They say, okay, since no players are getting vaccinated, we'll stop the, stop the games until. You they think they still would have got paid? No. Well, so okay, it'll be well, like a strike. A how, union how about strike. this though? If I get, if I get, strike, both if, sides. Mm-hmm. if I get vaccinated, then I end up getting COVID anyways. Mm. Do I get paid? Yes. Yeah, because you ain't got I the mean, shot. You did I, your part. Yeah, they gonna say that. They gonna say well, yeah, you did. Your I, part. I actually don't know the answer to this, but when uh, when the bubble opened during coronavirus and people did have 
coronavirus cases every once in a while, do we mm-hmm. know for sure people were getting paid? I would love to know that. I think they still got paid, yeah. Oh, man. So that's yeah. interesting. That's really interesting. It's, it's like holding a gun to your head a yeah. little bit, right? That's mm-hmm. how I feel. Well, you know I'm, what? I'm sure that's how they because feel. Because Kyrie opted not to play during the bubble. Look, if Kyrie gets $10 million instead of $15 million next year, yeah. I think he's going to be I right. think he's still yeah, got paid. You know, like, it's they, better start doing, See, they better start being some entrepreneurs and start uh, back some then, other businesses. But back then, when, when the COVID first, and they started the bubble, they gave you a, a, a like a... Uh, like you can play or not play. You still get paid, but you can play hmm. or not play. Choose not to play. But there was no vaccine at that time. There was no vaccine right. at that time. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder also, like, for agents, is this going to be mean that certain players are worth less if they mm. choose not to get oh. vaccinated? See, that's that's going to be crazy. This yeah. is, that's what we're saying. Oh, yeah. Like, crazy. if somebody's the one person who's like, I'm not like, doing he's, this. He's like, one of the great, greatest players, but he's, he's not vaccinated. He's not going to so, play 15% uh, of the games. Yeah. Like, I still will let him play. <laughs> the big three. That's cute. Play the big three. Just wear your mask, dog. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Speaking of ice, Uh-oh. Ohio theft victim was forced to buy stolen items back from a pawn shop. Her own items. Wait, what? Oh, I, think yeah. I heard about this. So, like, it, you know, if people obviously sell a lot of things to pawn shops, sometimes inevitably they're stolen, right? Mm-hmm. And there's supposed to be ways to stop people from selling stolen stuff to pawn shops. Like, you're supposed to ask for an ID, and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. There's just some, some. You're supposed to do a check of like police records, etc. But inevitably, it's some stolen. Yeah, right. they don't give a damn. Right. <laughs> some stolen. <laughs> right. So, what's a pawn shop supposed to do if you're a pawn shop owner and you find out that something you purchased from somebody for a grand or two grand ended up being stolen? It's a loss. Chalk it up. You think completely zero. Yes. You take a zero on it. They should have some kind of insurance mm. to take care of that. Wow. Pawnbroker insurance. insurance. What do you guys think? Oh. If you're a pawn shop owner, you get something stolen. You didn't know. You did your best to try to figure out it wasn't. I would, I would, I would sue the people. I would, I would sue the person. But you think you have to thief? give it back to the person who claims it was stolen from them? I want without, my money and back. And lose your money. Yeah, because they, I, I would sue, I would sue whoever sold it to the pawn shop because they uh, got me risking uh, getting well, the people, stolen property. I mean, property. they're thieves. They probably don't have any money. money. Yeah, they probably like a crackhead <laughs> or, like or something. Or somebody's yeah, house. Yeah. She yeah. wasn't no crackhead. No, no she she's she's the the person who. Was stolen from. Yes. Yeah, so basically, her here's back. the story. She she invites a woman into her house, and she says that she became friends with the person who was in her home. She entrusted her with uh, basically everything in her home. That woman then stole jewelry, her mother's jewelry, every good piece of jewelry that she had. Uh, and then ten days later, she realized it was gone. She didn't know it uh, until ten days later. And uh, she had about two dozen items missing, all jewelry items. She claims that it was probably somewhere around $35,000 or mm. just less worth of jewelry. Uh, it ended up in a pawn shop where the police found it. And the okay. police said, okay, well, we found some of your stuff, not all of it. Mm. Now you got to go to the pawn shop and go figure out how to get it. They didn't say what? they're just going to give it back to you or anything. They said, you got to go work with the pawn shop. Mm. She ended up having to pay $2,100 to the pawn shop to get her stuff back. Mm. And this is the headline of like what a ridiculous thing. Oh, I, I, I thought the... The thief had to buy the stuff back from the pawn no, shop no, and no. give it back to no, you. No, no, this is the, the woman who owned owner. it. The original owner. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because there's a law that says that uh, basically in this instance, you either have to sue the pawn shop owner civilly, which costs you a whole bunch of money, mm. probably more than it would cost you to buy back, right. or you buy it back for the amount the pawn shop paid for the stuff, which is what happened here. They paid twenty one hundred dollars for stuff. They were probably trying to sell it for a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. So the pawn shop says, "Okay, fine. I'll just give it back. You will pay me what I paid for the stuff, and then we're all good." I think that's crazy because what if I didn't even have? I think I would take. I, right, yeah. I would take my chance of suing the pawn shop because you received stolen property. You didn't follow the proper protocol. 
as far as yeah. getting that stuff. Because, like you said, there's a protocol. You're supposed to get your ID, social security yeah. number. Yeah. yeah. Forget that. I ain't paying for nothing. I would take my chances suing the pawn shop. That's yeah. crazy. So, you know, there's a lot of money and time that goes into and energy that goes in lawsuits. And mm-hmm. this is her way of saying, I'm she just avoiding. like, I don't want to do it. Yeah, like, I'm going to spend more than $2,000 chasing it anyway. So. Or she, could do, like, she could do like OJ breaking the pawn shop and taking her to the back. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't really work out that well for him. <laughs> no, he went to jail. Did you go to jail for that or did he go to jail for something else? Don't take your legal advice. Yeah, don't take your legal advice from OJ. He went, he went to the bride. So don't say, do not take Clyde's advice, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> so, uh, I love this story. I don't really know this. I don't really know this woman uh, that well. Shannon Doherty. Anyone mm-hmm. familiar with oh, his yeah, name? She was on 90210. Yeah, yeah. She was Brenda on 90210. Mm-hmm. She was a dark hair one, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so she I didn't really Jason know her that sister. well. Huh? But Jason's sister, Luke, Luke uh, Perry's uh, I can't what, relate. Luke girlfriend? Dylan's uh, girlfriend. Yeah. I can't relate. Yeah, yeah what, you're, you're, you're a baby. Yeah. Whatever. You were too baby. Luke Perry is actually from Lyme, Ohio, too. Yeah, he passed away Yeah, I always like these stories, though, because it shows that no matter how much money and fame you have, you still have to deal with these the devilish side of the insurance company, mm-hmm. right? So Shannon Doherty, she's got a $6.3 million house in mm. California. The California wildfires destroyed all sorts of houses. And you would think if a wildfire destroyed my house, I could go after my insurance company, right? Right. Well, Shannon Doherty has State Farm. Damn. Mm-hmm. And Jake? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you, Jake? Right. And she ends up having to sue them to replace the house. It's a $6.3 million house because State Farm won't play nice with her. And so she goes all the way to a jury. Last week, she gets a $6.3 million verdict against State Farm. Mm. And one of the worst parts about this is that they were basically trying to use her cancer diagnosis against her. What? They were saying that uh, she improperly claimed to be entitled to have her entire home rebuilt because she has breast cancer. So they were trying what? to use that. So like a good neighbor, State Farm is there to disparage, your, <laughs> disparage <laughs> your cancer diagnosis That's and not lose a, a 6.3. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. So I just think the, the, the insurance takeaway. companies is gangster. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like, nah, she's trying to use her breast cancer. But I what does breast cancer got to do with a fire? I think that they were trying to say she was trying to gain sympathy because of her cancer diagnosis. It's the dirtiest trick I've ever seen. And the mm, fact mm, is, mm. these are these are companies that tr- tell you when they're advertising they're going to be fair to you, they're going to treat you well, they're going to treat you like a right. good neighbor. And then even if you have a $6.3 million loss, actually, I would say, especially if you have a $6.3 million loss, they will go to the nastiest places to avoid having to pay you. It doesn't matter if you're a celebrity. Oh, that's that's crazy. Crazy. So, when to, so when she was trying to get a house rebuilt, she was trying to make it more comfortable for her Having breast cancer, you know. No. No. Not really. No. I think think they were trying to say that she was trying to gain some sort of sympathy because of her cancer diagnosis Mm -hmm. that the jury would maybe like give her the money rather than like. I'm still confused on what the cancer had to do. I don't know why they brought it up. Why would they bring that up? Insurance. Just trying to. How did they even find out? But here's what it it says. Earlier this year, amid court proceedings in the case. Earlier this year, amid court proceedings in the case, State Farm alleged that Doherty had used her cancer diagnosis to gain sympathy and get a payout for her home. Mm. They will go to any length to not have to pay you. I need you to pay me my money. I have I'm breast sure she, cancer. She probably has uh, life insurance. Because I was going to say, how did they find know. out that she I had she, cancer? She, I'm sure she said it at some point. Yeah, like, you yeah know, they probably did. Yeah. 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 I'm sure she didn't say it to gain sympathy from them. No. They, like a reality they're just using that against her. Yeah, I know. It's what cold. I'm still trying to figure out how to even find <laughs> out. Like, that's just crazy. Well, I mean, she, probably just, got a, she probably got her insurance policy bundle. 
If I if I have an insurance agent that I've been with for years, they're gonna know mostly everything about what. Yeah, I Yeah, and I think her diagnosis was well publicized yeah. in the press too. No. And I'm sure that's what I'm feeling like they yeah, found yeah, out from yeah, somewhere public could, because could like, be, yeah. they but don't ask you that when you sign up for the house fact insurance. that they would even go there. Right. Like, that's what's wrong? The, with yeah, that's State crazy. Farm. Yeah. Like, that's not how my neighbors treat me. Right. No. My neighbors treat me like that. I get some new neighbors. She should have been. She should have been in good hands with Allstate. Allstate. So what's the verdict? Six point so three million dollars. Oh, she won. And yeah. they say okay, that they good. may be appealing it. They're actually oh, they're gonna they're looking on, into man. all their legal options. Man, forget that. Oh, oh, state we don't have no legal options. I gotta say, guys, the best thing, feeling in the world is when you submit one of these big insurance companies. They think that they're so right, and then it's David and Goliath, and then they end up mm-hmm. losing. So, like, this is the most. I, I will dream about this case. <laughs> <laughs> this so I'm coming for you, State Farm. All right. <laughs> How much the lawyer get up that six point three? Uh, it depends on the way it works, but most lawyers will get like anywhere from twenty percent to a third. Mm. You know. You'd be dreaming he about that. Yeah, he gonna be good. But remember, in those situations, right? Like everyone's quick to beat up the lawyers for getting all the money on that. But like, you wouldn't get anything if it wasn't for that yeah. lawyer. So right. it's usually better to get a two thirds of, of yeah. six million than zero dollars. Hundred percent of zero dollars. So yeah, yeah. I'll take I'll take two million. I'll take yeah. that real quick. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of millions, Clint, Clint Eastwood. What? He uh <laughs> go ahead, make my day. <laughs> oh, you don't like him? <laughs> no, I'm saying go ahead. That's, 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 that's a Clint Eastwood. Oh, I can't so, relate. That's a line. So, <laughs> dirty hair. So, so a couple uh, in 2020, there was these rumors spreading all around Hollywood that Clint Eastwood was getting out of movies, and instead he was going to go start selling CBD products. And he was all confused, like, "What? Where is this coming from? Like, I'm not selling CBD products. Well, I use them. I don't, I don't sell them. <laughs> so this uh, basically what ended up happening was a company uh, out of a different country actually ended up putting an interview out there that was a fake interview, and it said basically that he was leaving Hollywood to start selling their fantastic CBD products. Had a picture of him from a mm. different interview. It went crazy on the internet. Everybody's like, you know, agents are calling Clint Eastwood saying, "You getting out of the business." <laughs> You know, and, and not the biz. What made them pick him? Right. I don't know. I guess like you know he's, yeah, a, he's iconic. He's, he's iconic. He's iconic. You know. So in any event, they uh, they sue this this Lithuanian company, um, and they and the Lithu- Lithuanian company doesn't respond to the lawsuit, which happens kind of a lot, especially when you're dealing with like global situations like this. So they got a default judgment, which is just like sort of uh, lay down, like you didn't defend it, you get a judgment, six point three million dollars against them. Don't know what's going to happen with that six point three million dollars. Are they ever going to get it? But uh, you know, he righted the ship. I suppose he says that he uh, he had nothing to do with it, and he would never sell that specific product. And what? that's what I'm saying. What made them choose him? Yeah, he's iconic. You didn't yeah. think he was gonna find out? Like that's, that's <laughs> the point that I'm making. Like, what the hell? Why would y'all think that he wouldn't find why out? Why would y'all think he get out the business? He just started producing movies. And he makes some good movies. Yeah, that's it so did. crazy. It's that's like, why would you not would think he wasn't themselves. gonna know? You gonna put yourself in a situation to be sued like that? That's yeah, crazy. and it, it probably wouldn't have gotten to this place it got if they didn't say that he was gonna leave the industry. Right. Like, yeah. That was the thing that really caught fire. Like, if he just was like, yeah, I love these CV products, and it was just like a guy. But to use his picture from a different interview, like, I still didn't think he was gonna see that nope. everything is posted on the internet mm-hmm. now would that be the same situation like oh the simpsons remember on the simpsons <laughs> hold on hear me i out. can't relate remember on the simpsons <laughs> when homer simpson saw his face on the soapbox in japan i don't remember uh i don't i mean I, you know I mean? yeah it sounds when he saw, he saw his face on the soap so what he did like, it was like well, a, it was like a product like yeah it yeah, was yeah. a product he saw he, he saw his face it his <laughs> eyes was a little different but everything else was homer simpson he had the the the, the asian eyes yeah he went over to the 
try to dispute why they put I mean, so much. That type of stuff, like intellectual <laughs> property theft, goes on like crazy in China. I can't remember the whole uh, yeah. thing. This was gonna help me out. <laughs> <laughs> or Jesse. I, mean, I don't watch the Simpsons. I already told you. Were I you can't relate. I used to watch the Simpsons. They like on season 55. Jesse, you remember the episode where Homer was on the soapbox? He logged out. Delivering packages. The Simpsons is crazy though. How they always predict like it seems like they predict the future. It's like they're still going on. I didn't even know that they were still going on. It's crazy. It's still going on, and Maggie still ain't grew up. None of them grew up. Yeah, it's a cartoon, so. Well, some of them grow up. The Rugrats, they made them grow up. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they made up. a different show, though, right? Yeah, yeah. They grew up. Mm-hmm. Well, Rugrats is not on the same level as the Simpsons. I actually watched. I, Rug- I watched. I used to love Rugrats Me growing too. up, and I watched I Rugrats like recently, and I'm just like, this is so kind of weird <laughs> for being honest. <laughs> hey, but you know, it was supposed to be weird. Like it was supposed to be. Like a fantasy. Yeah, like a fantasy. Yeah. Like, all the kids is dead. But the, it, there's the like some mature to- stuff that kind of goes on, like with the it's parents. Like, like there's like some mature yeah. stuff with like the parents and stuff. It's yeah. like a, it's, I'm shocked I was watching it when I was a kid. I really. said, all the kids are dead? Supposedly they're supposed to be like figments of an, an, Angelica's imagination. They're not dead. They're just imaginary friends. Well, I've heard the theory that they're like ghosts. Like, oh, like, really? Yeah, like they passed. Yeah, like uh, wait, what? Like Tommy died in an accident, a freak accident or something. It's like yeah. it's crazy. People that, have crazy imagination. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna pull it up on the internet later. They said because some things in the show to where you can tell that they're not actually there. Like when the parents yeah. come in, they don't acknowledge anybody but Angelica. Right. In, mm. in, in, the, in the episodes hmm. So There's probably well, a super cut of it somewhere Yeah No that's weird But so, anyways Who knows You know Speaking of things that I need to do But I have not <laughs> Is brought you guys food right Right So DoorDash <laughs> DoorDash is <laughs> a great I was like I thought you were say Well present Come here around the corner right. Yeah <laughs> where, where I was gonna go with that Is DoorDash is a that great option To get somewhere. food right <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna get you On your credit card information <laughs> That wasn't but, a good look, But Clyde, Jordan Ashley. Clyde, here I go. Yep. No, no. I, I really did it, man. Did she hit you with this? I'm in the, I'm in the red zone here. Yeah, uh-huh. So DoorDash, though, if you think about what's really, like, as a business model, right? DoorDash makes a lot of money off all the restaurants, like 10 or 15%. Some cities have tried to cap how much they can make. Mm. But really what DoorDash is making is uh, they're getting a bunch of data. So they know, for example, that you guys get, you know, whatever, Chick-fil-A every Wednesday, right? Yeah, so they know a lot about people by based on, like, how often they order, when they order, how much money they spend, you know, what add-ons do they have. Like, that data is worth probably more than the fees that they're getting on off every one of those transactions. That's crazy. Well, they'd like to sell that data, but New York City recently has said that they can't sell it. They have to give it to restaurants. Give it to them? Give it to them. You just... Because it's fair and they want, they think that, you know, because a lot of these cities, especially in the pandemic, the restaurants were living and dying off DoorDash. And yeah. if, they, if, uh. if they couldn't make it work with DoorDash, they would mm-hmm. go under. And so many restaurants went under as a result of this. So New York City has been one of those on the forefront that's trying to make it fair, level it out. Now, and- what would be the benefit of that? Would it be... Uh, more or less, the, the restaurant owners will know how to order. They will order that, or, or let's say I know your email address and I know you usually order a you know chicken biscuit on so Wednesday. Then I'm going to send you an ad on Wednesday, and I might give you a free coupon on Wednesday mm-hmm. to get something that different. That's going to be my question too. Like, what? what why that's, would that matter? Well, that's that's basically matter. creating an algorithm, right? Yeah, I was just going to say that's yeah. like the algorithm. So man. DoorDash recently just sued the city of New York to try to stop that law from being mm. effective because uh, they obviously want to sell the information, right. not just give it away. Because there's people who would pay a lot of money to know what we all eat on any given day and when. Yeah, I, and I don't understand why New York would, would stop that, though. Uh, New York wants to do that. I mean, why, why, would, them. why would New York stop them from selling the data? Uh, because New York wants the, them to have to give it to the restaurant owners for free. Why? 
because they think it's fair. I don't know. They think it's I mean, fair. it's information. Information is 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 value. I think that they they would say that DoorDash has become too powerful. They got a lot of information for mm-hmm. free. They kind of took it's like Uber, right? Like they yeah. they took an existing business model and they sort of flipped it on its head. Mm-hmm. And Taxis when you disrupt, ter- or, yeah, mm-hmm. when you disrupt something like that. There's always going to be laws that are aimed at trying to get you to not disrupt it as much. Mm-hmm. And they probably was busting heads for the data. The restaurants like, well, you paying for that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I'm be, sure yeah. it's been a lot. They, of they, make, yeah. they, they make that much money. Right. People you have a DoorDash right. premium subscription where you get right. to see what your customers do. Yeah, yeah I'm mm-hmm. sure that there's, you know, and mm. you know, I don't think New York thinks that's particularly fair. But I think there's always a problem when a law tries to target one industry like this. Yeah, it's almost never going to fly. Mm-hmm. You can't just go right after one specific yeah, you industry. Know, New York got a lot of mob restaurants. Well, that's another product factor. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only ones that lasted through the pandemic. The gangsters, yeah, a little extra the money on the side, ones. you know. Uh-huh. And they do DoorDash. Yeah, mm. and and you know a lot of the food delivery fees in a lot of cities were up to thirty percent, and so cities like New York try to cap it at like ten or fifteen percent. So they've been trying to wrangle this and try to create a little bit more of a fair playing field. But DoorDash sued all the cities that tried to limit their fees as well. Wow, and they're not playing with this. So Who owns DoorDash? Facebook. Is uh, Facebook owned DoorDash? I think they're actually owned. I think they're privately owned. Oh, okay. You can trade on DoorDash, I think. Is, is it, yeah. Are the cases all still pending? Yeah. Oh, so uh, we don't uh, know the outcome. But mm. DoorDash trying to pay so they get them little robots that deliver the food, too. They about yeah. to start uh, delivering liquor, too, remember? They're yeah. trying to do all their And, coins. you know, the way DoorDash frames it, which I think is smart, is that they are saying that they are trying to protect data privacy. Like, that this would let restaurants basically have a shocking invasive invasive intrusion into your privacy because if I show up at a restaurant to eat and I sit down at the table I don't have to give my email my mm. you know my 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 welcome Dennis records. welcome <laughs> sit right here Dennis would yeah, you like exactly. the normal the Big Mac and no people today <laughs> <laughs> you feel like VIP status up in that right. like, don't be reading my mind <laughs> I changed my meal today so, you yeah. log in when you come to the restaurant go ahead and log in <laughs> right. you mad your password don't you know it's they open on your phone. You be like, damn, I don't remember my password. Mm, uh, yeah. uh, uh, uh. Mm. Cool. So, uh, last one: the United States Supreme Court actually, like all courts, really just stopped trials for all, mostly all of coronavirus, mm. and it was really rough, especially if you were in jail uh, on a crime, waiting for a, a jury. You Ooh, couldn't oh, get a wow. jury, so people were sitting in jail for a very long time. And from in my world, personal injury cases were not getting tried at all because. Even if we were going to have a trial, it had to be for those people who were in custody. Like my, the fact that you know my client got really hurt by a car accident, truck accident, doctor, whatever it might be, that's got to wait till later. So there has been a backlog of cases for probably a year and a half. It's been really, really tough for people to get a hearing. The good news is that for the first time now, the United States Supreme Court just finally sat down for in-person hearings this week first time since the pandemic started what? and when the united states supreme court hasn't done it you know it's bad so the first time uh in-person hearings was this week for supreme court arguments but one of the justices justice kavanaugh who you guys may have been familiar with his you know preference for beer i don't know if you guys watched that whole thing but in any event he uh he got coronavirus mm. so he actually couldn't even be at oh, the first wow. hearing so like we're still dealing with these problems in yeah. court but i'll tell you right now it is very hard to try a case on zoom they were trying to do that it's just Supreme not court? everywhere. Oh. I mean, the Ohio Supreme Court was doing it. The U.S. Supreme Court was doing it. They were doing all of these arguments by webcam. And the, the biggest thing about that level of law is that you, you're not given a certain amount of time to just talk. Like you have 15 minutes, but you start talking what you want to say. And then they start firing questions at you. 
So like you have to be ready. That's hard on Zoom. Yeah, because there's that that, that little delay. delay. Yeah, yeah. So you always seem like you're talking step over one another, mm-hmm. and you don't want to step. If there's anybody's feet you don't want to step on, it's a it's Supreme Court right, justice's right, right. feet, right? right so right. like, it was a really really messy scenario to try to do this on Zoom. They finally have everybody in there. The lawyers and the judges don't have masks on. Everybody else has masks on. So they're trying to make it work. Let's see mm. if this happens. But there's a lot of people who've been waiting a long time for a jury trial that have not been able to get a bunch of jurors in a room. Because, wow. you know, one of the, that's one of those things. A jury trial, you can't do that via Zoom. No. At all. Like, all the jury would be, like, on a separate screen. Right. With like, looking all right. <laughs> dogs coming into the shot. Because, like, you know, when you're when you're on a jury, you're told when you leave that jury room, like, whether it's a criminal case or otherwise, you better not talk to your family yeah. about this. Don't talk to the media about this. Your cousins could be in another room. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What they say? I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I told you. I got to mute the mic. Damn, y'all people see me I told you he was guilty. Make my breakfast sandwich and slide it through the door. They all got on just a shirt, drawers, and underwear. At the bottom. Yeah, right. <laughs> so the solution, the solution was at first, like we're just not going to have any jury trials. And if you're, if you, if you've been convicted or if you've been charged with something, not convicted yet, you're waiting for your day in court. It's got to wait. So they won't just say, okay, you're just the judge is going to do the trial without a jury. Uh, you could make the decision to have the judge do it, but a lot of people don't want to make that risk. Yeah, I mean, yeah. think about it. If I have yeah. eight people in a room to that get them Mike all to agree me. on anything, right. it's really and tough. And I just need one person oh, yeah, to yeah. say that. They're not convinced, and I'm off. Mm-hmm. That judge, he can be like, he had a bad day. Chick Fil A, yep. I think, and he like everybody's going down. Everybody going to jail. So yeah, a lot of people just don't want to do, don't want to put himself Risk in that it. position. I don't blame them. That's why the jury's there, right? Mm-hmm. But That's crazy. You ever go to court and, ju- and then somebody in front of you is, is like pissed the judge, judge off? Man, <laughs> you're out of continuance. Man, what the? So get up there, like, yeah, I don't throw myself at the mercy of the court. I was just going to get my mama medicine. She couldn't do it. I know I ain't had no license. I knew better. The Lord told me not to go. The Lord told me. I wasn't going to go, but I just knew my mama needed her insulin, and I'm going to get it. I'm going to come right back home. I'm going to stop at another my people house. Like, I don't know what he was on. All right. That ain't got nothing to do with Mr. Harris, sit over there. <laughs> Can I go to room 204? Oh, like, we can't talk about this. <laughs> no, you, you sit over there. Be your people, your belongings. <laughs> you always got that one that, family member in the crowd. That in case I gotta go. And they shot too. They like, damn. <laughs> that reminds me. Going to that, reminds, jail. that reminds me so much of working for the municipal court. Like honestly, yeah. when you're telling me that story, I kind of miss it because there's like, never a dull moment in that courthouse. Right. I used to sit there every morning watching just that. Like, <laughs> like, Go sit over there. Yeah. <laughs> that, that exact statement. That I is not where you want to sit. I swear. <laughs> and then you gotta wait till court all the way over. Right. Come on, y'all. Man. <laughs> sometimes they let you up, sometimes they don't. Sometimes yeah. they just make you sweat in the car. Sitting there waiting for them to call your name. I'd be mean, like, shh, when can they get to the case? I gotta go to work. And I'd just be like, <laughs> right. see if they can do something. Like, hurry up. I used to be too irritated. <laughs> Court. Funny. Thank God I ain't had to go. In a couple of years. <laughs> Not just due to Corona. <laughs> it's a lot more fun when you're in my position going yeah, to court. Course. You know, like, of course. Like, it's not as stressful. But yeah, you go, you're going home. Yeah. The best part of court we is walking know. out the front door. That's for sure. Every time. The best part of going to jail is walking out the front door, too. That's, that's, you know? that's crazy when you're, right when you're waiting outside to go in there and you see somebody run out the run out the doors. Like, you know, he's. Lord, I mean, don't let that be I used me. to see fights. I used Man. to see. I mean, you name it. 
And there's a lot of like heated stuff that goes on in that courthouse. Like yeah. there's a lot of people who are, you know shootings that happen. People yeah, yeah. who are and like there. Both shooting. sides, both are, sides there. are in yeah. there. It's yeah. tense. You know, you can cut the tension with a knife. That's mm. crazy. Seen it all, man. It's and crazy. that's just at the arraignment. That's just at the arraignment. We don't even know we're going to try. And that's people inside. Then you got the ones outside after like, oh, you decided to show up today. They be going crazy. Yeah, and then oh, that's oh, that's his mama right there. You here with your baby mama today? Honestly, honestly though, beyond all else, the the biggest uh, cases that would get a bunch of people out front. Guess what they were? What? Anyone got a guess? Mm. The ones that would get the most people out front, screaming with signs. Car accidents? No. Domestic violence? No. Uh, animal cruelty. Really? What? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I could see that. You have any animal cruelty situations? You got like twenty five people out front with signs. Yeah, every yeah. signs. Yeah, more than probably almost anything really. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't mess with people's pets. That's right. They love their pets more than they love their kids. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't love their pets, somebody else love their pets. That's, right. yeah, exactly. that's such a How unique. Could you do that to their dog. <laughs> That's such a uniquely American thing, honestly. I know, like, right? you know, like, 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 like I, I saw this one meme. It was like an Indian guy, and it was like the most confusing part about America is that somebody would say that, that that's their baby, and in fact, it was a dog. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's weird that's American things. Anyway. Every country got their own little thing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about all I got. But uh, I'm just gonna revisit the fact that State Farm lost a 6.3 million dollar verdict <laughs> against the cancer patient while trying right. to use the cancer oh, diagnosis God. to Terrible benefit themselves. So, mm-hmm. like a good neighbor, right, State dude. Farm is definitely not there. They're not there. <laughs> definitely not there. Stop like answering. A bad neighbor, Jay. State Farm is there. Mm-mm. Uh, the that they, they, treated, they did treat Mike Vick horrible over them dog fights. But then you gotta think Jaheim under the bus too right now. Remember for them, oh, yeah, for them yeah, dogs yeah. that he. And he got a new little album out too or some. Or, or, uh, is his or face on the cover? What? Mike Vick's got, he's got music? No, Jaheim. No, no, dog. Oh, Jaheim, like, what? Jaheim is in trouble right now for animal misconduct. I haven't dogs. heard that name for a long time. Has he put out music? No. He looked crazy. Yeah. I couldn't believe I just saw a picture of him at the corner store. He does look crazy. He looked crazy. I can't yeah. believe that. He shouldn't be at the corner store. He, he never found his I don't, way I don't back. I didn't go to a corner store. And but he never look, found his way back. I mean, the look is. <laughs> right. I, think, I think it's more the look than him actually being crazy. And he may, it looked like he may be sick or something. But I think it's just more the look. And when you see him, like, damn, God, he ain't whoa. You know? Yeah, you know, the first thing we think, the first thing we think, we see people looking sick, like, I don't know, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't kicking it. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be aware of how you're looking. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah. like, there's no such thing as health problems, huh? Right. You just automatically go right. around right. people the drive with you. And, <laughs> <laughs> we on just that crackdown. Got on that crackdown. Oh, right. That's the first one, too. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of crack, we gotta take a break. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not to smoke crack. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not me. Not no, me, not no, me. No. Uh-uh. Uh, but uh, we're going to take, thank you, Dennis, for those uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Top, Trinity Talks. Of course. Always a pleasure, guys. Uh, yes. So I'll we're going to take a quick break. You say what? I'll, I'll see you. <laughs> oh, next week, yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Hotbox. Hotbox. Mud City Entertainment. Yep. Greater New Psalmist Church. Amen. Jay Rush Jennings. Yep. Sasha Denise. Sasha. Yumadop Lucas County. Uh-huh. Legendary Carpet Care. Hey, now. Kendall Harvey. Yep. The Social Butterfly. Hey, Miss Carter. Old Henry's Kitchen on Wheels. Rolling. Details by Sino. That's splash. Arc Construction and Restoration. Restore. And Witness Riches Forever. Money. Tree. If you would like to become a sponsor of the Rise and Grind Morning Show, send your info to Rise. And Grind. At the 419grind.com, you can become a sponsor of our show. Hey. Yeah. Taking a quick so, break. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. It's back to sports. Welcome to Win or Lose Sports Show, presented by the 419 Grind. Talking sports, hip-hop to pop culture. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are heard. It's kickoff time. 
Hello world, I'm Quentin Riley, CEO and founder of Legendary Carpet Care Plus. The services we provide are professional carpet, tile, and upholstery cleaning, both for residential and commercial. We show up on time, we get the job done, we're certified at what we do, and our customers rave about us. We're legendary, and if you don't believe me, check this out. Hi, my name is Susan Brown, and I am the owner of the Doris Brown Fitness and Learning Academy. I've been using Legendary Carpet Care for about three years now, and I'm very, very, very pleased with it. Sanitation should be important to everyone, but it's mostly important to me because I want my children to come into a safe and clean environment, and Legendary Carpet Care provides that for me. I would personally recommend Legendary Carpet Care to other businesses because he's fair with his prices, he's, he's an on-time person, he never lets you down, and just look at my place, it's just clean all the time, and I, and I use it like every three or four months. If you're interested in getting your home or business sanitized, visit our website at legendarycarpetcare.com or click the link associated to this video. We look forward to serving you. What's up Toledo? My name is Jason White. I'm the CEO and founder of Witness Riches. And did you know that we offer the credit repair service? If you're trying to buy a house, get a new car, refinance bad debt, or just be prepared for whatever life may bring your way, you should consider hiring our credit repair program. Typically within the first three to six months of working with us, our clients average a minimum 100 point credit score increase with each credit bureau. So if you can use gains like that, you should consider hiring our credit repair service. All you have to do is go to the700clubtoledo.com to learn more about our credit repair program. And if it interests you, we're also going to give you the ability to start your first 30 days for just $19.99. So go to the700clubtoledo.com, learn more about our program, and we look forward to serving you. I'm thankful cause I made it past my 30s, no one murdered me Still remember vividly the nigga that pulled a gun on me I'm petrified but moving like I got no sense of urgency Pride make a nigga act way harder than he really be Pride hide the shame of sin and cut off all utilities Pride hide the pain of growing up in hell and poverty Pride make a nigga feel a way that you and follow me Make a nigga flash a thousand like he hit the lottery Make a baby mama make shit harder than it gotta be Make you have to take the bitch to court to see a prodigy Make you have to use your last resort and pull a robbery 
robbery Pride be the reason for the family dichotomy Got uncles and some aunties that's too proud to give apology Slowly realizing what the root of all my problems be It got me feeling different when somebody said he proud of me Pride is the devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil And it left so many R.I.P. Pride is the devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil Paranoid, I put you over everything to fill the void. And when you're gone, will I have anything or will I be destroyed? Mm. Terrified, paranoid, I put you over everything to fill the void. And when you're gone, will I have anything or will I be destroyed? Yeah. Too much money to count, what's the amount? Ten of a bounce, I gotta pay a nigga to add it up Then pay somebody to make sure whatever amount he say I'm bag it up, direct some racks, I'm racking up Stacking up, you reaching or acting up Break it down, weigh it up, not back it up Make a five of mine, that's regular Nigga playing with us, that's negative Go back to start, that's never I'm a boss, my closet never Ain't no off days on my schedule Long as I live, we live forever Told my twin and shit get better These niggas that slip, let me ahead of Got my feet up, I pay silly bands And have sets on the jet I don't need them, that shit in the past I'm feeling like what's next Got my speed up, foot all on the gas Just not a C.A. vet I can beat them, I believe in me Just tell me what's the bet All my pride gone Had to lose it all, then I got rich I own five homes Like some of this shit starting to make sense I'm staying hella focused And I can't forget the bigger picture I can't even hold you I didn't have Shit, I won't forget it. Will I be destroyed? Come to me with everything, it's starting to get annoying. I'm addicted to promethazine, it's crazy, yeah, I know it. All this money coming in, it drive me crazy, not to show it. I'll be crazy if I blow it. Pride is the devil. Mm. And I think it got a hold on me. Pride is the devil. Mm. And it left so many RIP. Pride is the devil. I think it got a hold on me. Pride is the devil. What's wrong with me? Why do I feel like this?
<laughs> I was trying to figure some shit out. <laughs> Boom, that's it. Back to the Rising Ryan Morning Show. Yes. Uh, today's guest is well, our second she ain't guest. No guest, she family. It's our sister. <laughs> Christy Lee, sister from another Mister. Hey, there you go. how you doing this morning, girl? I'm good. You, you know, I'm not a morning person, but you know, I'm hanging in there. This isn't as bad as when I was in California and I was like three hours behind y'all. <laughs> well, you looking good. Oh yeah, she, what you about? Hey. She in Texas, right? Yeah. She's an hour behind. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, just an hour. Oh, okay. okay, how it's been going down there? It's been going, all kinds of crazy stuff happening. Mm. <laughs> How's the kiddos in the hubby? They're great. Okay, okay. So so we saw you down there, what was that, in Williamson County? Was that actually Texas that you guys were, uh, what were you guys making making a stance about? Uh, oh, this, the school board meeting. We have some... Um, school board members that think they are global leaders of all things. And um, it's been been quite crazy. Um, The latest issue is pornography and our school libraries. I actually had to have my daughter be like part of a sting operation and be like, see if these titles are in your library. And I was like, don't look at them. But like, just see if they're in your library. And she, you know, got one of the worst ones. It Mm. has pictures of pornography in it available and so um i think that you know when parents are arguing about all this covid stuff they're like missing even bigger issues like that right and so this is actually the um the school district that your kids (laughs) attend yeah and and they can go into their school library actually get on the computer and actually access uh pornography sites if they needed to well the the books books. it's books Books and and um there's screenshots of um website suggestions through like the um the school website like that the kids access for research and everything like they can actually um access things so basically um one of the other mothers 
she just started a website called truthabouttexas.com. Um, and she's cataloging all of this stuff, like the proof that there's they're basically having pornography available to our children and not doing anything about it. <laughs> how did that slide? I'm confused <clears throat> on how did that even get into the library? Like, that's crazy to me. Well, <clears throat> a lot of this is like they're pushing because under the guise of like social justice. So, for example, one of the books that my daughter was able to get out was called Gender Queer. So it's supposed to be it's a, an autobiography <clears throat> by um, a someone that had like gender identity issues and everything growing up. But it's like comic book style, and um, and it I don't care if it's a, a book about. Um, straight or homosexuals I don't think any child should be able to access a comic book style book that has pictures of uh, dildos and sex acts and all of that so right. that's, that's crazy that's, Yeah, <laughs> I, I apologize for saying that on air no, but no, 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 go ahead we gotta keep the truth expose them because we need to start digging into some other districts so did you pull your kids out to school or are they still <laughs> attending I have not. I homeschooled my kids last year, so I'm gonna. I have a lot of people that since I've been exposing this, being like, "Why do you still have your kids in the school? Like that's disgusting. Like whatever." But I'm torn because I homeschooled all through my kids last year. They've been through so many changes. I wanted my hope was to give them some normalcy, get them back in school. And my thought is, is like, okay, I could take them out, but the problems still remain. And what am I supposed to do? Like leave those other kids behind that don't have advocates that parents are that their parents are too busy to like realize mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, the problem is, is like I said, they disguise some of these things as like just social justice education. But um, the problem is, is there's rampant like pedophilia arrests in our area of school members. And I don't think people have been able to connect the dots. And that's where like investigative journalism and like parents that are really involved come in because we're starting to see the pattern between um, drag queen story hour and some of those people having been arrested for pedophilia and um the teachers in the schools that have been arrested for molestation there was just one recently a, a teacher mm-hmm. at a staff in a, a west isd school that um was arrested for sexual assault of an 11 year old so it's like these these criminals like they try and masquerade as like oh, you just need to have more compassion for homosexuals and transgenders or whatever. And that's all well and good. And that can be, but that could be a totally separate Separate issue. There's no reason, there's no reason, like I said, straight or not, that our children should be exposed to pornography, especially when it's drawn out like a comic book. I mean, these pictures are disgusting, but because it's like drawn out in a fun comic book style book, then, I mean... Sort my of the same way they, they, my children so, so I'm sorry sort of the same way they said about us the cigarette ads were the ads were at the bottom of the uh, store counter or they were made to get kids attention you know it's like they're trying to force this agenda on our kids and I know you talked about some arrests there but just recently here in Toledo we done had about three or four um, arrests with um, with um, uh, people in the school system with sexual assault with uh, kids around here we had, and within the last month there's been about three or four I've seen on the news so it's like they pushing this agenda, and they had that in the school. It's like, it's like horrible. Is it, is it still in the school? Is the book still in the library? Can yeah, it- the the books. So basically, the plan of action is we're gathering the titles of these books. We're trying to tell people across the country, like, look, these there's been an agenda to get these books, and they're grooming. The back of the book itself says, um, and also a touching guide. 
why do our children at 10, 11, 12, 13 need to have like books about touching themselves? I mean, this is ridiculous. And especially in, in the school. I mean, any sexual conversations should be, be in the home yeah. with your parents. Right. Um, there's no business. I don't want any other adult t- talking to my children about anything sexual in nature. And wh- why is there such a push to have kids asking themselves these questions like, or having their teachers saying, what pronoun would you like to be called? That's all well and good. That's fine. That, let's let that be a separate issue. If you are, or you grow up as an adult, you decide that you are in the wrong body and you want to call yourself something else that's fine but leave our kids alone this is uh, kids already have an accused a confusing enough time um just in natural growth and biology that they don't need to constantly be asked every day well like are you sure you're even a girl are you sure you're even a boy or well let's look at some of these sexual pictures together how does that make you feel i mean when was this ever okay that's a pedophile they should be getting arrested Mm. too and that's just crazy and it's ain't no telling how many kids that really check these books out and really have them at home and hiding it from their parents like that's crazy and and the thing is is i don't think that the parents are even aware to even look um there's another book it's called out of darkness that's also available in my child's library and i'm trying to see and here's the thing too is they don't want us they don't want us parents in the school they're using COVID as an excuse i can't Mm. actually go into my kid's school library so i have had to resort to to basically using my children as like, just see if this Spot, is available yeah. and like, train up a child. Get it out. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, you but know, then it's going to get to the like, point where they're going to not let be telling them no. This, it, <clears throat> this is God's work. And the, the thing is we're getting gaslit to believe that, um, that we're the only, you know, that Christians are the only ones that care about this. No nonsense. Um, I have actually received multiple emails since I exposed that this book was in, um, the school library um and actually i spoke with and got an email from uh, a woman that says she's a gay mother and she's enraged about this she's like our children have no business you know i'm i'm a gay woman and i'm a gay gay mother but i, I think this is is awful and I'm, I'm and thank you for exposing this and just know that there's other in the gay and even transgender community that do not put a stamp of, of approval on sexualizing children i mean this is pretty basic stuff you know yeah. So um, I just think that parents need to be aware of it. I think that there's all this arguing over masks and, and mandates, and you can have your opinion on that. But like, you also can't ignore the that they're coming for our children. You know, it's like it, and it, it's a grooming process. That's what it is. If you're constantly trying to put these topics in front of children about sexualization, um, and then they're you're trying to get them comfortable talking or about touching each other or yourselves with adults what do you think the agenda is right there? yeah and and what is happening it's you know a, so it's an uncomfortable conversation but it's mm, a conversation that needs to happen it definitely needs it's, to be they're trying to it's like they're trying to normalize uh sexuality within kids like as a kid i don't think my, i mean as a parent i don't think my kids should ever talk about sex to any other adult besides me and their mother. mother right like period exactly i don't care who, exactly. not their grandmother not their uncle not their aunt right like period me or their mother that's it that's it when they get grown it's different yeah you, you do whatever now. you want to do right. when you grown you can have adult conversations like you said that, and what what uh what's the earliest that grade that the school started that your kids go to is it elementary or um, middle my school? Young, my youngest is in elementary is in fifth grade but again, like even if these books, like the pornographic book that my daughter was able to check out, um, even if that's just available in the high school library, her as a 14 year old still shouldn't be oh, allowed right, to right. have that's what I was any, any yeah. kind of pornographic. But second of all, this book 
is is like I said, written out with tons of pictures, comic book style. So any high school that brings it home, their their five year old, six year old, seven year old little brother or sister yeah, is yeah. going to see this book and going to be like, "What's this? Why am I seeing?" Um, uh, wee wees. I tried to do wee wees and like and like people like touching themselves with this book or you know it, it's it's gross and I mean and this book talks about so the first half of the book is like again it's like written autobiography style and it talks about like the sexual thoughts and things that this author was having at 11 and 12 years old I'm like you're you know this is this is cr- crazy and then the second half of the book is all. Um, about adult sexual experimentation and all of that. So wh- wow. why is a half of the book that's comic book style in a uh, a school library about topics that they should not have to, I mean, that they should not see, whether, again, whether it's straight or um, gay, transgender, it has no business in our schools. I, I want to know, what is the <clears throat> school's uh, defense? Yeah, what, like, what are they saying? Like, why are they teaching this? Like, what That's kind of what subject? It, like, who checked through the books? Like, that wasn't even yeah. sexual education. Sexual education, we just learned about reproducing and that. Yeah, is, and, and, and then STDs and yeah, stuff STDs, like that. But it was never no touching and no, no doing this and doing that. Like, that's so crazy. Who goes over the it, books that allow them to be in the school? Well, the problem is, the problem it always goes back to the structure of like government intervention or or schools. So there's lobbyists that like lobby, like our children need more access to uh, questions about, um, you know, to like social justice issues is what they'll call it. Like to um, an awareness of transgender or homosexuality or whatever. And so then they'll compile these books and with grants, like push them in the school. And then they don't go through the proper review process through the school boards to be like, do you know what you're actually putting in there? Do you know, like, and excuse my French, but um, I'm, uh, I'm like, or have to be careful about, but this out of darkness talks about cornhole. So you guys know know what that is. Okay. So like, do you, and in in a violent way so like that has nothing to do with educating um our children about tolerance or it talks about violent um sex acts what does that have to do with trans and so like i said these groups they have an agenda and they're they're using putting a label like oh if if you don't have these kinds of books that we stand for then you must be homophobic or transphobic of course they go to the, the extreme but it's to hide the fact that there is a deeper agenda that there's more and more arrests of pedophilias or pedophilia in our counties that I don't think people are aware of because they're not connected. You, you know, like you said, you saw it on the news, like, oh my gosh, I saw that on the news. But like, have you noticed the pattern? Have you noticed an increase? Like, that's why this mother is cataloging like these arrests, wh- where they're happening, how many are like working with children as teachers or staff. And, um, and, and are they part of these groups that are trying to get these books into the school under the guise of um, to- being tolerant? But it's really to groom our children uh, for more sinister reasons. I mean, it all se- again, it all seems so out- outlandish. Like this certainly couldn't be happening, which I think is how they're able to get away with it because I think people like don't want to believe it. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even want to believe it. I actually looked and read through this book. I'm like, oh my gosh! It sounds like and the a thing Netflix is, series. It is against the law. It is against, like, there's a Texas penal code that says if you distribute pornography to anyone under 16, you face uh, jail time right, and fine. Right. So now it's just like we're trying to compile this and, like, be able to come up with a case 
so that somebody has to be held accountable for so, what's happening. So, Christy, how, how can we get a copy of the, of the titles, of the book titles that, that uh, we have so we can know what books to look out for in our children's library? Because they could be here in our kids' library as well. Yeah, I, th- I think that there needs to be more awareness about this. So one, two, well, three that I know off the top of my head that are very um, graphic uh, and is genderqueer, out of darkness, and lawn boy. Lawn Boy talks about um, a 10 or 11 year old, uh, we'll say, pleasing um, and another uh, uh, adult. Like it, it's straight up in there. It's called Lawn Boy and it's mm. in the child schools. This makes so me that's three off the top stomach. of my head. And Lawn I can Boy, just imagine that the, the neighborhood grass cutting guy. Wow. And, um, and uh, truthabouttexasschools.com is a website. But the thing is, is like, you can see what she's compiling and see if it's happening in your school districts as well. But I encourage other parents to start investigating what is available, what's on the reading list, flip through it, see if you can read a summary um, and make sure that this agenda isn't happening in your children's schools. Like, are they prepping your child to, to be a victim? It, you don't want to believe it. It sounds outlandish, but it is happening. We right. know Long it's boy. happening, and we, we have to do something about it. Right. I, I think that if they were truly trying to trying to, trying to get social injustices, uh, you know, that subject talked about in school, they would more focus on the mistreatment of minorities, black in, in the black and brown community. That's the biggest social injustice that they're ignoring. But they would rather push this agenda because. I mean, I, I have no. Not, not pushing I think you raise home. a. I think, I think you raise a really good point, though. I've talked to um, other African Americans who feel like their movement was hijacked by this one, and yeah. they're like, "Wait, what? you know, we're the ones that um, really feel like we have had some social injustices." That was part you know, of the I, too, Is that how you guys feel? Do you feel like your like? Uh, what you've been asking for has been kind of hijacked by the these other agendas. Yeah, I, I kind of talked about this uh, yesterday uh, with, with Clyde. Um, back in the, in the '60s and '70s, the civil rights movement was was a movement that was trying to get you know black people, black and brown people, the rights to you know vote and have uh, equal uh, right. justice. But the women's uh, vote movement kind of pushed that out to the side. Now we have the the uh, the police brutality and all this stuff and social injust- injustices, but now the the uh, homosexual, the homosexual, and the transgender kind of like push that to the side. But that comes from them also coming up saying our fight is just like y'all's, and their, their fight has never been the same struggle as ours. They never had the same struggle as us. But it's some of us that want to jump on the bandwagon and agree with them to give them that opening to come in. And then it's just like, oh, well, let's forget about everything we marched for and everything we fought for because these people are trying to get a stance for, these people are trying to get people to respect them. Their, their, their struggle is never the same as ours. And I'll never agree. We ain't homosexual and I'm not homophobic or anything. Y'all struggle was never the same struggle as ours. Um, you, you're trying to push an agenda. You're trying to recruit. And not everybody. Like you said, there's some moms that, that didn't agree with it that were um yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I understand that too, and I respect that as you well. You don't push but, that on the kids. Let but them the ones that's trying that to push decision. that agenda or trying to recruit or trying to get in these kids' minds asking, well, how do you feel? How do you know you're supposed to feel like that? That is the devil, and you need to stop. Like, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. They it's still totally trying horrible. to figure out regular life, and then you put right. these ideas in their head too. It's already bad enough the stuff that they got to struggle with be trying to be a kid. They're trying anyways. not to get coronavirus. You wearing or just trying to worry stuff. about their yeah. grades, and you pushing something a whole totally different 
and making it even harder mm-hmm. on the household. And then if they and then if they ain't with it, then you then you said they get now they, it's a problem. Bu- they're bully or they bullying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or they or they homophobic. No, nah, don't don't do don't do them like that. Not, right. never, we never had the same I, struggle. I, Coming from one of the reasons I, I left media was because I think it encourages division. And um, when you get more social, you get more engagement in social media, uh, it's through like fighting in the comments and things like that. So that's one of the reasons I yeah. left traditional media is because I feel like it's guilty of spurring division and um, pointing out differences in people and causing fighting um, with labels. So what I would like to see happen is more people come together on what we can agree on. And I think a, a lot of us can agree on whether you're gay, um, you're uh, a minority or whatever, um, whether you're Democrat, Republican, whatever, we need to unite on what we agree on. What I think a lot of us agree on, especially as parents, is leave our children alone mm-hmm. and let them have their innocence and quit trying to pull them into these issues. Yeah. We're fighting enough as adults, we don't need to bring our children into it as well. So I hope that people can and start to see the manipulation of our emotions and the division that they try to spark and and have happen enough to take a moment and say like okay well what do we agree on and what can we unite on because what is happening right now is scary what it most recently happened is Merrick Garland is pushing to have our local p- police our local sheriff's office and everything um, investigate parents pushing back on school boards and calling them parents parents at a domestic terrorist because um, supposedly school boards are are facing um, threats and they feel scared and whatever. Well, quit pushing pornography at our children. Yeah. Pay attention to the books that you review and pay attention to what's going on instead of just standing up there with a literal gavel and thinking that you're above us. And we are the parents. They're our children. You don't get the power over them. So we're in a very de- dangerous situation, whether you love or hate this current administration, uh, whatever. But just please, like, open your eyes enough to realize that they're on the precipice of trying to categorize you as a parent, as a domestic terrorist, if you get upset because you found pornography in your school or you get upset because your teacher has told your child, like, what pronoun do you want? You can tell me. We don't have to tell your parents. When I call, no. you the other pronoun. But here at school, you can be whatever you want. Oh, hell no. Tell me. But but if you push back and you write to school and you show up those meetings like we have, then all of a sudden they're going to find ways to now you're the criminal and you're the domestic terrorist. I mean, this is insane. People, both Republicans and Democrats, should be outraged about this. It, it doesn't matter what you are. This, they're going after our children and they're going after your right to be involved. And that's the thing. I don't want to pull my, my kids because I want to fight this fight because there's some parents that, that are still unaware of what's going on. Someone's mm-hmm. got to stay and fight, right? Mm-hmm. right, right I'd right. be in jail fighting them. That's <laughs> what I, 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 I would have to remove my kids. I mean, I would still fight, I'd talk about it, but no, I would have to remove my and kids. I just want to say, if you're listening to this as a parent, um, us as parents, we, we, I'm gonna criticize myself too, but we all need to get more involved with our kids, kids' school, and even even hearing stuff like this made me want to get more involved. Yeah. Now, now I want to try to get into my kids' school during school hours and just see what they're talking about, and well, see what's going even on. Even if you can't get into the schools, ask the questions to the kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember, ask, you can, remember, you can pop up. Your parents can yeah. pop up and sit in your classroom yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you, you can't, can't do that I'll tell you, for two reasons: because of COVID and because I, of the uh, you know the the safety of yeah. precautions. Yeah. Yeah. 
I tell you what, like my, my husband pointed out the silver lining in this. One of the last school board meetings was held in a high school auditorium because there were so many parents that are like, well, this is what it took to get, get parents to wake up mm-hmm. and get involved and try and find out what's going on. So it is a silver lining. But at the same time, don't think that they're not trying to push back. One of the stories that I, I covered, again, not fully as a journalist because I am a mother, so I do have a conflict of interest and I acknowledge that. <laughs> you know, I am a parent in the school district. I'm just documenting it as well. But what I covered was the fact that two fathers that were speaking up in the last school board, board meeting, the one prior to that, um, about allowing parents to be in that meeting, they um, were dragged out of the meeting and this was on a Tuesday. And by Friday, they were... they. Uh, police came to their home on a Friday night and arrested these two fathers because they spoke up at a school board meeting. These fathers, one is a pastor and one is a, a highly decorated veteran. They were arrested in their home on a Friday night, had to spend the night in jail because of a a uh, fake and phony charge of disrupting a public meeting. The fact of the matter uh, is the veteran that was dragged out was saying, you need to let the rest of these parents in here because you're voting on a tax increase. They literally voted on a tax increase and approved it when not all of the parents were in the room. And since he spoke up, they're, they're like, you're out of turn. It's not your turn to talk. And then they had him dragged out. That was on a Tuesday and they arrested him on a Friday, him and, and another pastor, mm. uh, and two fathers. And, and so they, they're pushing back and they're trying to demonize parents and pe- parents need to just wake up and get more involved because it's it's happening so fast. It's scary. And a lot of a lot of parents, when they when they do find out they, their kids have uh, want to be transgender, my son has a friend that's transgender. I don't understand it. But a lot of a lot of parents wonder why why is my kid like this? Who who told my kid that like that? It's coming straight from the schools. If they can go to the mm-hmm. library, you get a library break, you yeah. go to the library and check out this book and sit there and read it and poison your brain for an hour and then go into mm-hmm. class and think about all that stuff. Go home and think of you know. Mm-hmm. We got to get more involved, especially. Well, especially, and here's the issue, especially when, you know, um, it's harder than ever to be a kid with all of the, everything that's thrown at you, especially with TikTok and all of that, which they're exposed to all of that. And um, of course, which is common throughout history, there's times in your adolescence that you get bullied or you feel isolated and you wonder, like, what's wrong with me? So um, when you're having these very natural experiences, it's part of growing up. If you then all of a sudden have people pushing on you, like, well, maybe you feel lonely right now, or maybe you feel um, bullied because you're not who you're supposed to be. Um, Again, these are all conversations that you can maybe have after the age of 18, you know, when you like properly, because your brain isn't even developed. Right, right, right. But so if you have adults and others influencing you because they basically want you on their team, like they're trying to grow their movement, then uh, you're causing irreversible damage and trauma to these children by even making them think about things that they shouldn't be thinking about, especially outside of the home. Right. Kids are supposed to have no options. I don't understand people who ask their two or three year olds what you want to eat. You gonna eat what's what I cook. They know what you want to eat. <laughs> you gonna eat dinner. You know <laughs> this is what dinner They're is. giving the kids too many options these days. They giving them too much freedom, I yeah, feel like too. Way too much. And yeah. they don't even properly understand what's going on. You no, can't give them all right. these options and they don't even properly understand what's going on. Especially an adult, you're developed and you're trying to push this um agenda on a child that you know they're easily gullible and easily influenced, influence, yep. and you just doing nothing but traumatizing these kids when they become grown. How you think they're gonna feel like 
man, I was robbed of my innocence because this adult pushed yeah. this on to me, and I've been doing this stuff, and I don't even really like it. Like that's right. And then for the fact that the, the, them fathers to get arrested, it makes them look like standing up fighting for it is wrong. It's wrong. And it's already right, bad yeah. enough, and not a lot of fathers are even involved. So the fathers that are, are coming mm-hmm. out trying to figure out what's going on, then you go and arrest them. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and, it, and it's just so obvious. You arrested them three days later for a, a low-level misdemeanor of of basically disorderly conduct. And you know that on a Friday, they can't get out um, right away. You guys spend the night in jail. Weekend, so it was, it was yeah. clearly retaliatory. And they are going to fight back. But, I mean, everything is so corrupt. It's disgusting. Like, I'm just disgusted with how far we've come in corruption between the the law enforcement agencies. And I'm definitely, like, a back-to-blue type of person. I, like, I, I, I did uh, support the police. But when I see, like, the police now, um, we were reading the, the Texas law, the Texas Open Meeting Act law, to those officers that were guarding the um, doors to this meeting. And they, they were, like, one was on his phone. I'm like, what are you, aren't you, didn't you have an oath to, to support the law, but you're just allowing yourself to be used as a security guard for the, mm. the school board right now? I mean, it, it's just like, so, I mean, I, as always, I back the, the good cops, but there are definitely some bad cops out there They're probably as well. Getting paid. Yeah. And I, so, yeah, so I paid. support That's the good ones, and I definitely don't support the bad ones. Them bad so, ones getting paid. Like anything. That's, that's horrible. Yeah, that is definitely terrible. Well, oh. any good news? Like, <laughs> 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 damn, I wasn't yeah. expecting that. Well, I know, I know. I mean, the thing is, is I, I was really looking forward to kind of like a breath of fresh air. You know, I, I thought that like California is definitely a different apple. Okay, so like when I was thinking about Texas compared to California, I thought there would be a little bit. Um, it would be a little bit more laid back. You tend to think of like. Texans and Southern that is like, you know, church, Bible Belt, you know, whatever. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so to come here and be like, holy crap, like what happened? Right. You know, I just like, I got to think I'm like, well, I guess God wants to put me in situations where I can effectively fight for his truth. And so that's, but it is exhausting. I mean, I'm trying to now suddenly juggle being a producer, a web manager, a social media manager, well, currently fighting like my current school district to expose all of the nonsense happening there so it is a lot it's exhausting but um you know one foot in front of the other i guess so how is it Uh one thing one thing i do well one thing i do appreciate um also is i feel like uh places like you know just we have a tendency to label like states everything um i think some people think that like texas is is not diverse like but um my kid my kid's school are is very diverse like as far as um not only plenty of minorities like i mean it's probably like half of the school um and and also but like some of those minorities are like indians asians Mm -hmm. you know like so it's like um which i think is great because i think living growing up in in toledo especially like me living in a suburb um i didn't get exposed to diversity as much as i feel like i should have and wanted to so i i think that that's good that my kids are in those environments minus the you know born in their their school library (laughs) (laughs) and it's the same too like you kids in the house all day like I want to tell my son to go outside but ain't nobody out there for him to play with <laughs> I'll be no. making my kids go, go outside and play well you got three it's, it's just him so you know they can go outside and play together he's just gonna go outside and be looking and then get right back on his phone cause <laughs> nobody See, outside he gonna look down the street look down the street ain't nobody out here dad I'm coming in the house right dad you crazy you know? uh, it's, not, it's almost making the parents look crazy but 
No, we got it. I don't like that at all, man. That's, you know. So well. before we go, Christy, like, how is the the channel coming? Like, are you you're producing? Everything as far as the the graphics and the website and the YouTube channel and the content. Um, well, I mean, my husband has helped me a little bit with um, the graphics and the website, but I also have other resources and some editors and everything that helps me. A lot of it, I just I do myself, and I know that I'm like have all these missed opportunities because I just I'm trying to produce so much content while at the same time figure out the different platforms because I am trying to expand onto other platforms, especially since YouTube is now cracking down even further. They removed two of my videos. Um, one was talking to a toxicologist that's been in business for decades and another was uh, talking to other doctors with concerns. The censorship is insane Um, and that's another thing that I wish everybody would unite on is just everyone should be able to voice their their thoughts and their criticism but youtube went from saying we're going to um crack down on di- to disinformation to we're going to crack down on whatever um is against the who or fda or cdc to now they're cracking down on anything that they say would discourage um vaccination so if you you can't even ask a question you can't even have a concern um i mean twitter just banned um or shadow banned a obituary because the woman died from one of the vaccine side effects Mm. so now you're fact checking and shadow Mm. banning an obituary i mean this should scare everybody how far is this gonna go the truth because it starts here but then but then it could go to like if you question or um, say anything bad about the government, we're going to crack down. I mean, this is how it happens, little by little, mm-hmm. and they shut our, our voices down. Um, and it's not political. Um, shame on our former president Donald Trump for pushing this without you know so fast with Operation Warp Speed, and shame on the current president. There you go, both sides. Shame right. on both of them for um not allowing more questions i mean and minorities i think are waking up to uh this because there's a history of the government lying to to people and so more people should just be aware of that there is a history of the government lying to you and being in collusion with big corporations and everything being about money so we as if anything should have the right to ask questions if they want us to trust them more, there needs to be more transparency, and you're not going to get transparency by shutting people down and taking their voices away. Yeah. And it just it's, it seems like the only thing they hide is the truth. Yeah, of course, well, there ain't nothing. Yeah, they, they let all the lies go out and then hide, hide the truth because people are tired of being lied to and are telling the truth now. And uh, it's crazy. A woman just posted like a screenshot from the CDC website, and it it was um, taken down. Like you can't even post the truth from the very websites, the truth that they don't want you to see. Mm. So I mean, it makes definitely makes you ask ask more questions. It doesn't make you feel better when they're hiding information from you. Right, right. Well, oh. um, we'll 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 have you keep us up to date on what's going on with the school system and everything that you have going on. Um, this has been another great My- great interview. Yes. Go ahead. My website is um, klim.news. That's Christy Lee Independent Media, klim.news. You can uh, check out what I'm doing there. All right. Mm. Thank you for being Thank on the you, show. Thank you, Christy. Today.
<laughs> Sorry, having conversations today. Man, I wouldn't no, expect that. Needed, I need no, a that shot needed, now. Yeah. That, that was awareness. Yeah. You know, that, that could be going on in our district here. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. now I'm about to tell my son, hey, man, go to the library and look at these books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because, you know, that, that's horrible. So we may be having an uproar here. Chris, you might have to come back and visit us. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I need you to come uproar with these people. <laughs> uproar with these people. For real. Ray Shay? We're going to do affirmation with Shay K. Oh. <laughs> hey, what time is it, Clyde? I know we be getting these conversations be so good. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm sorry. Oh, you got something else you want to get off your chest? No, you I don't. Yeah, say that now. Say it now. I don't. Sure. Okay. No, I got enough. Okay. Now it's affirmation time with Shay K right here on the Rise and Grind Morning Show. All right, y'all know this is my favorite time today, Christy. I hope you received this positive message for today. So today's message is: No one can predict what's going to happen tomorrow. As you wake up every day. Cherish and appreciate every moment you live in. Life is as simple or as complicated as we make it. So choose to be grateful. Choose to be thankful. Choose to live today instead of putting your life away for tomorrow or Monday or for next year. Today is so unique and special because you will make it that way. So always choose greatness. Keep fighting the fight out there, Christy Lee. We are proud of you, girl. We love you. God, so she's awesome. Yeah, they showing you a lot of love in the comments. <laughs> yes, she was on the news back here. Have a good one. Keep grinding. You too. Thank you. It's always good with Christy. That's right. Yeah. And that was just, that was definitely awareness. Man, That's it's crazy. like it's like we have uh, we invite people to the show. We don't expect <laughs> what, what's going to come out. Right. Just like last week with Joshua Man. on Wednesday. Still, was that Wednesday? Yeah, that was last that was Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. Work it out Wednesday. Work and, it out and the Wednesday. crazy thing is, like I have been watching. Her lives and started fighting, and I didn't understand what they were really yeah, arguing that's about. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, mm. I'm a, I can't wait to go. I'm about to inbox station. That's why I'm going to library <laughs> school right now. Look at these titles. Man, stay there. It's a problem. It's a problem. For real. Well, well, uh, tomorrow, on tomorrow, we have, uh, who do we have tomorrow? Brian Duggar. Brian Duggar from WTOL. This has been Newsweek, basically. Uh, Well, starting today, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow, we have Brian Duggar uh, from WTOL talking about the Wayne Brady and the uh, Carl... Willis update. Carl Willis update on what's going on with the case. Uh, they are supposed to be uh, getting a release, uh, especially if uh, the, the district attorney uh, Julia Bates Julia has Bates. A, uh, she hasn't responded. Yet. It was due Thursday. I don't know if she responded or mm. filed for an extension. So, uh, Mr. Doug's going to have all the information for us tomorrow. It definitely catches up to speed. I'm excited about that because that, uh, that episode had me crying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we also know how we can help. Uh, help be a part of. Is he, is he coming in? Yeah, he's coming in. All right, yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be in the studio with us. All right, ain't nothing like the in, in in yeah. person. I mean, so. we like we like Chrissy Zoom because she's far away. Yeah, yeah. and she's been in. And before she's been too, here before so. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and then Friday we'll have Alexis Means Ooh. giving us some news. And y'all leave so it. Good at. We're gonna talk. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. People Don't be talking crazy in the comments either crazy, on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, leave her alone. She's doing her job. She's doing a great job, too, for our community. We need somebody like that who's going to report the news no matter what the news is. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate it. Hey, we uh, do it here, too. We have our own opinion. Yeah. But we have our opinions. She don't have a choice to have no opinion. Right. She's just she reporting just reports the actual, the actual factual, news. factual we news. We report stuff. We weigh in on our opinions on yeah. it and everything. She ain't doing that. Yeah. She got a job she has to do. So. Yep. So 
this has been another great show. Shout out to our sponsors, Hot Box. Hot Box. Mud City Entertainment. Yep. Greater New Salmon's Church. Amen. J. Rush Jennings. Uh-huh. Sasha Denise. Sasha. Yumadop Lucas County. Yeah. Uh-huh. Legendary Carpet Care. Hey now. Kendo Harvey. Yep. The Social Butterfly. Hey, Miss Carter. Oh Henry's Kitchen on Wheels. Rolling. Details by Sino. That's black. Art Construction and Restoration. Restore. And Witness Riches Forever. Money. Change. If you would like to become a sponsor <laughs> of the Rising Ride Morning Show, send your info to Rise. And Grind. At the phone. 19grind.com and you can become a sponsor of our show. So, Shake K in the midday. Oh, don't forget you info at the 419 Grind to become a guest, become a guest and, and a sponsor. And a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Or, or what's the cash app, Shay? Uh, dollar sign the 419 Grind. Mm-hmm. Taking donations. 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 Uh, donations. Lunch money, breakfast money. Yeah. You know, all that. Yeah. Little pocket snack money. Yep. <laughs> and remember, Sunday at 6 o'clock is the uh, Winner Lose Sports Show. Winner Lose Sports Show. Sandy we have Sandy Brown's Brown. Week. Yep. This week. Next week, we'll have uh, Albert, Albert Bell. Bell, the boxer. He's out, he has a fight on the 22nd and in Arizona. So uh, he'll be with us on Sunday. Tune in support. Let him give him our support. He need our support so he yeah. keep that winning record. Keep share the show. Like, 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 and share the show. Yep, Listen yep. to it on Facebook now. Uh, you don't have to go to iHeart. Uh, even though you could, you go to iHeart, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or whatever. But. You can listen to it out on Facebook while you're scrolling your timeline. Scrolling. Yeah. Scrolling in the streets. And there's no such thing as a small donation, too small of a donation. Mm-hmm. Just make sure it's at least $4 so we can, <laughs> <laughs> we can split evenly and let them take the change out. What you say I'm coming to America? We like the money that jingles, but we prefer the kind that folds. <laughs> <laughs> Until mm-hmm. next time, huh? Yep. yep. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. So until next time. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi, Walter.